Good morning, Daf Kuf Omadalaf. We're heading down towards the second Mishnah on the on the page. Um, yesterday we spoke about um, the Chur Kol Shehu, whether we say Chur or not. If a person throws something, picks something up in a Rishus Rabin and throws it and it lands in a in a uh, hole in the wall. Whether we say Chur to make it Dalad Dalad, that's the way Tosus explains it. It's ten up in the in the air. So if you say that, if you say Chakin Hashdim, then you'll have will be a Rosh Hashayachid. It'll be in a Mokum of Dalad Dalad Dalad. Um, but uh, as I said yesterday, based on that, uh, we have Nachkaminus uh, Lahalacha with regard to opening doors on Shabbos. Um, despite the fact whether some people do decide to add extra security or not, the fact is that's the way it remains. The the chub, whatever you call them, the the mortise locks, they are a Mufurush uh, all the way through. Maybe the flap does help. Um, and if they have a footage call shahu, you've got a uh, problem of Khuri uh, Rishat Hayochid. And, um, is the Shabur still here? No, but uh, basically the. Um, so basically, in the Sharat Tzian, he explains his Psak um, uh, based on the following. Basically, there's a case there where he says, and the Machabah says in Shemem Hay, see if you're there, he says that uh, he's talking about a pillar. Right, it's not a pillar, depending on how high it is, whether it's a part of the Rabbim or not, because of Rabbi Machasmin Allah. And he says that if it is, um, from 10 and upwards, if it's four wide, it'll be a Rishasayach, and if not, it'll be a Rishasayach. Even if there is a Mokim there, to etch in and make it up to four Tvachim. So the question is, where is the place to etch in to make it? So, um, so uh, the Mishabura says the Peshat he brings from the Maimon Mordechai. The Peshat is that it's next to a wall. So if I've got my pillar here, right next to a wall, so therefore I could build into the wall and make it four by four. Again, this is my pillar. My pillar is not four by four wide, but behind it there's a wall, so I could etch into the wall. I could dig out some of the wall, and that will make it four by four. No, nope, we don't say Chakken Ashton. We don't pass them with, with uh, Rabbi Meir. So then in the Sharat, in the Shari, um, in the, sorry, in the Sharat Zion, he says, why does he go with the, with the Maimon Mordechai? He says, but wait a second, the, the Mogen Avram talks about, um, he explains that you've got a hole in the, in the wall, and it's a um, Mephodosh, right? It goes all the way through from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. And we're talking about Chakken Ashton, it's four on the inside, it's less than four on the outside, and that's what we're talking about. So this is Shalat number one. First of all, he says, um, he says, many Akharinim ask on this, uh, quite a few kashas. Number one, we're not talking about uh, a hole in a wall here, we're talking about a pillar. So um, he says, it's very difficult to understand what the Mogin Avrom is, uh, is talking about. That's point number one. Point number two, and this is what's Nagea to us, he says that the Mogin Avrom is going with Tosfus. Many don't hold with Tosfus, meaning to say, What's Tosu saying? Well, you've got, it's 10 high, it's really 10 up in the wall, yeah? And you've got this hole that goes all the way through, which is Chori Rosh So what's the Chori Kinnashlim? To make it Dala Dala You need Fahanoch, you need Dala Dala yeah? It's Rosh Hashayochit, it's Chori Rosh Hashayochit, Rosh Hashayochit. So why do I need Dala Dala Because that's the Halacha with regard to Akira Vahanoch. Yeah? Well, uh, many disagree with Tosfus. Many Roshonim don't agree with that. They hold you do not need Dalit Dalit because we know that in a Roshasayochid you don't need Hanoch of Dalit Dalit. Right? Um, and even according to Tosfus, it doesn't make it Mutter, which is what we're talking about here. It makes it 
Potter. Because if it's not Dalit or Dalit, it doesn't mean it's Mutter. It means it's not, uh, you don't have Anoch, you're not high for it. So the Kitzer, therefore, he says, that's why he didn't go with the Morgan Abram. So coming back to our example, when you've got uh, a hole in the door, right, you've got a, a keyhole that goes all the way through, that is going to be Churri Rosh which is Kurusha Sayochid. I it's not Dalad Dalad, that's Machalik's Roshani, whether it needs to be Dalad Dalad. And even if it does need to be Dalad Dalad, it doesn't make it mutter, it makes it potter. So, as I said, based on that, therefore you've got a problem opening your chub locks on Chabas, other than uh, blocking it up on the inside or getting very close up to the door, ideally really without stretching the belt and keeping the belt on. But to bit, take the belt off and to open the door, which is what a lot of people do, is. Uh, very possibly an act of Chilul Shabbos, to put it uh, quite mildly. Right? Unless you've got a Rosh Hashayochid, which some people in Badafka do, they build a Rosh Hashayochid around their door with bins and things like that before Shabbos, that is one, one eitzah. But uh, other than that, as I said, block it up before Shabbos. As I said, maybe the flap helps. Um, it will definitely help if you tape it down, but then uh, Dr. Friday's words, you will not be able to lock it on Friday night. So you can get somebody to do it from the outside and you know, stay out for the night. But... Um, Maybe possibly the, the, it's possible that just the stump having the flat there, I don't know, because the fact that it's moving, and you're moving on Chavez, I don't know if that helps to remove the, the hole going all the way through. It could be it does. It could be it does, in which case then you're fine anyway. But uh, other than that, go right up to the door and don't keep the belt off. Okay? The top block, as we said, is less... Can- can- canopy uh, in front of the door? No, that may not help you. Would it help to project? No, not necessarily. That's but that, that's that's from a sechzerubin. But it's a machlok. It's whether we say, whether we say that, that. Especially if the canopy does not go like that, it probably goes like that, which makes it. It's a shy. It's a shy. Whether whether you need pillars there, you can't just have something so hanging there. Yeah, but you've got to have, you you may have to have pillars in the corners. It's, would you need davidamus? Sorry. Would you need it to be davidamus? Uh, the dimensions for a canopy. You would. Yeah. No, dollar dal- by dollar to four. For the canopy to make it a resource of whatever. No, dollar to four. Yeah, but again, the canopy won't necessarily help you because you're trying to say good is on all, all th- well, three sides. Mm. So that's that's more Eriban, so it is. I think we avoided it at the time. It's, uh, the, if, you, if you look, look in uh, the it's it's it's, uh, it's a machlokes whether whether that works or not. Okay, and as I said, for the top lock, it is less less problematic because you do have dates so of opening the door very slightly, because that's uh, going to be a um, And your thing about egged, by the way, that's this is you're just repeating the same hetter. I realized afterwards, it's the same hetter. We had it actually in, in Gemara about it's a string same. on an item being dragged. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, the same, it's the same. It's the same It's the same. It's the same drabon. It's still awesome drabon. Doesn't help you. Yeah, trying to make more drabon. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same drabon. I think it's the same drabon. I mean, it's a caramel is outside. Not sure. It's another drabon. No, it may make it worse though. That's a. Uh, because Mekhen Petur in a, in a Kalmanis is a Shaila but a, it's above 10. If it's above 10, you're right. But if it's not above 10, you're Kalmanis and right is a Shaila. Anyway, um, the other thing, which um, just one, one small Makuda, is that the, this thing when we talked about the Chur being Lamalo Me'asorah, being above 10, 
What does Lamala Measona mean? Does that mean at 10 or does that mean above 10? So you'd say, obviously, that means above 10, right? But uh, Rav, is it Rav Haigon? Um, yeah, Rav, to make this is to be a because of above 10. Well, no, this is, this is the Machalikas. What, what case are we talking about? Throwing above 10? Yeah, and it lands in a Chor Kol Shehu. So we said it's a Machalikas, but they say Chakim Nashim or not. But the mayor says Chakim Nashim. It's below 10 because no, it's above 10. Because um, um, otherwise you won't get Yerusha Sayochim. Oh, to get Yerusha Sayochim. Yeah. Oh. So, um, so Rav Haigon says, Dafka, if the hole is exactly 10 high. Why does he say Dafka exactly 10 high? You say Kolshkin if it's above 10. I mean, not Kolshkin, but it's, I wouldn't say Kolshkin, that's not true. But it's, uh, it's as much Rosh Hashayah as above. So, so the reason is because he's worried about, because if it's above 10, yeah, if it's above 10, how's he going to get there? He's going to go through a Makan Vatur. Because it's flying through Rosh Hashayah above 10. In order to reach it, it's got to go above 10. And going above 10 is going to be... It's a Makayim Yeah? Why, why is he going through the air above 10? Because he picks up in the Rosh Hashayach and he throws it into the wall. So he picks up in the Rosh Hashayach. Right? He picks up in the Rosh Hashayach and he throws it, which means that to get there, it's got to go through a Makayim Right? Above 10 is in Rosh Hashayach. In Rosh Hashayach, above 10 is Makayim in a Kamalist, it's Makan Petur. In a Rosh Hashayach, it's Eda Agarakiya. As long as there's Mechitzas, not just uh, imaginary Mechitzas, that's Machlech, it's a shame. Like Pillar, for instance. A Pillar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so to that, the, the, uh, the Rosh Paul says, he says, V'lo yor radati v'sodal saravzal. So I don't really understand what Rav Haigon is saying there, because he says, on the contrary, L'malo me'asara is mashma above ten. As in, not... Otherwise, it should have said Zorak Bukhur Gobay Asara, not Lamala Me Asara. So, um, what's of the answer to the question? What's of the answer to Rabbi Haigon's uh, problem, though? Okay, Lamala Me Asara is Mashma above 10. But he's right, it's going through on the Kempitur. We've learned it's going through on the Kempitur. You're not going to be Chayyim. So, very nice. You can say Chayyim Ashim all you want. We had the case of the pillar, and we said if the pillar's 10 high, well, then in order for it to get on the pillar, it's obviously going to go through a Makom Petur. The Gemara had to answer it, and it gave various answers that there was a slight sort of groove there, or a bit jutting out below 10. Yeah, but if it goes in a trajectory above the Rosh Hashayach, then it's in the, in the uh, domain of Rosh Hashayach, above 10. Which you won't have. You're, you're saying it goes exactly uh, horizontally. If he throws it horizontally, it goes from a mock and put onto uh, the yeah, pillar. Yeah, but this, this, this is not going to go into our Bebe Shosayoko. There's no Bebe Shosayoko. Oh, because it's a pillar, yeah. No, it's going into a hole. It can't go like this and then. No, no, it's just. Boomerang, maybe. Normally it goes in parabolic and flat. Yeah, but yeah, but that's yeah, but yeah, but think about it. Here's my here's my pillar or my whatever it is with the hole, the wall with the hole. So it's going to go like this. It doesn't go into any airspace or surface until it hits the hole. It's not like a pillar. A pillar is going to land on top of the pillar, so it yeah. comes down over the airspace. Yeah, I hear it's coming horizontally into the hole. The answer is. We learned it, I think, a week ago. 
two weeks ago. Is either coin to toast is the answer is going to be, that you shoot it like a bullet. Remember, Toshua said, it's only, only going to be, we only say when it goes through Avera Makon Fator, it's Potter, if it goes, as he said, through a tra- trajectory like that, that uh, because then we say it's like Koyach because when it gets to its highest point in a Makon Fator, right, it loses its vertical force, right, and uh, it's just, it continues going horizontally because of his Koyach, but coming down is now gravity, so we consider that to be like a Hanocha and a Makon Fator. But Satosus, if you shoot it straight, or upwards, but the main point is it's all his Kayach, it never sort of comes to a standstill in a Makon Fator. We don't care if it goes through a Makon Fator. Hence the case on Dafov, where a person carries from a Chanus, or throws from a Chanus to a Rishos Harabim, through a Makarmanis, we say you're going to be Chayat, Lucharadis. There's only walking to whether we say it. That's a uh, whether whether when a person's walking, whether that's considered koimidoni, right? That was only with walking. The machlekes said ben asayin rabbanon. But if you throw it, luchal adis is going to be chayav. It's going through a karmelist. Says Tosus, yeah, but you shoot it straight. It goes like an arrow. So here as well, we'll say, we'll say the same thing. It doesn't bother me then that it's going through a karmelist. That would be one answer. And according to the other answer, the Ramban, and that school of thought, yeah, we're also going to be able to answer it because we said what according to what did the Ramban say? This is this is where we're talking about the machitas. If you throw something and it goes in an arch and it comes down onto the pillar, so says the Ramban, what's the status of the airspace on top of the pillar? Oh, so according to the Ramban, even though it's Rosh Hashayachid. The Rambam surprises us with the Chiddush that that, on top of the pillar, is a Makon Patur. Why? Because it doesn't have Mechitzas. Yeah, we spoke about possible lobbyists, why that is, but that's the Matthias. Right? If you don't have proper Mechitzas, you're relying on good, good Asik and all these sort of things, that is not Tefis to Abir up to the, up to the Rakia. So the Ritzvah says, when it lands, the, then yes, when it lands, it becomes, so to speak, part and parcel of the, of the pillar, and it will become Rosh Hashayachit. But the way we explained it is, as it's coming down to land, it's coming through a Makon Patur. Right? It never came from a from a Mokam of Chiyav. Yeah? Because it's, as it comes to land, it's going through a Shasaya, uh, through a Mokamator, through a Mokamator, through a Mokamator, and then it hits the pillar. Which means it came directly from a Mokamator to a to a Shasaya, but that's why you're potter. Masha Enkin, in our case, even if it did go like this, it doesn't really bother me. The fact is, as it comes into the hole, Right? As it comes into the hole, the airspace of the hole is also going to be Rishas Hayochit. Which means it's coming into the airspace of Rishas Hayochit before, for a split, split second later, impact, and you have Hanoch. Or if you, even if you don't go with that, that whole thing that we added, the fact is, it's not just sitting on a Rishas Hayochit, the whole airspace above it, it's in a Rishas Hayochit. That's the way, because the Rashba had this question there about the Devedah Shemena sitting back, so we look at the point of impact, the whole thing above it is, it's an air, but it's like a bubble of Rishasayach. So the kids, so whichever shot you go with, that will be the answer why the Rashba is not bothered by the question. Yeah? Obviously, it's what to think about then. Rabbi Gon did not like either of these answers. He must have had a different Maharich in that question of Tosis earlier. When, do we, when are we worried about, because he just understands the Gemara quite literally there, when you throw something and it goes through Avir Makon you're going to be part of. So what he does with the various questions of, of, of Tosis, 
Those are the two answers which, which uh, we saw. Fine. The Gemara finishes off now, the last little bit here. Tanya, oh no, we did that. Um, this. Omar Avi Odomarav. Omar Avi Odomarav. Right, it's about uh, six, seven lines before the second Mishnah. Right, the Bible begins with Mechaev. So Omar Avi Odomarav. Ravi Odomarav said, Rav. Teilach ha-mislakit asorim etech arba. Let's say you've got, in the Rosh Hashanah, you've got a, a mount, right, a pile of rubble. And um, it's ten high, but it's not straight up. It's rather it's sloped. Okay, so you've got a very, very small hill. So it goes up 10. So what's the gradient? Well, it goes, it's for, for every four, um, four amas, it goes up 10 spot. Yeah? So it's mislakit asor, it goes up 10 for every four amas. The zorak menochal gabov, and he threw, picked something up in the Rosh Hashanah, threw it, let's say, well, less than four, it doesn't have to go four now, and it landed on top of, the, of, this, uh, of this tail. Chayev is chayev, because we say that tail is a Rishus HaYochit. If it goes, let's say, it goes up ten for every five hours, let's say, then we say it's part of the Rishus HaRabim, because it's perfectly walkable. Right? People, people would walk on it. The Rabim would be... Right? People... If it's going up at a slightly steeper gradient, people don't particularly like walking on it. So but they probably walk around it or something like that. It's not particularly easy to walk up. Already, a slightly lower gradient, 10 for every 5, is already considered something that uh, people would walk over, and therefore it's part of the Rosh Hashanah. So unless it's gone for Amos, you're going to be pot in that case. Tani Nami Hochi, certainly we've learned this in a brighter. Mogui Sheshove Deseche, if you've got a Mogui, which is... which is... Um, Straight, right? It's even. The ground is, is completely um, even. Going the uh, into it. But there is a slope from it into the Rosh Hashanah. In other words, basically what you've got is the Movui is set higher than the Rosh Hashanah. So you've got a ramp going from the Movui into the Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Movui being right, the cul-de-sac onto which all the Chatzir is open. So, or Shove the Rosh Hashanah, the, the, um, the entrance to the Movi is in line, is even with the Rosh Hashanah. But then from the Movi, you then go down a ramp into the, from the entrance of the Movi, you go down a ramp, right? You go in, let's say, uh, an Amma or two or whatever it is, uh, half an Amma, and then it goes down a ramp into the rest of the Movi. So, and then there's a ramp, there's a slope going into the Movi. So Oso Movi, that Movi ain't Sorich Lelechi Vilakoda. Does not need not a lechi and not a koda. Right? There's a halacha with a movi, yeah, that uh, you've got all your chatzeris opening onto it. So before you make what's called shitufim mavuis, before linking all the which is much like um like a aid of chatzeris, but it's just between the different chatzeris, this is making all the movi into one. So the first thing you have to do is make sure that the movi is a Rishasayochit, even Madurabon. So how do I do that? Well, I've got, it's a, it'll be a cul-de-sac. Right? You can't have a movim of that's problematic. So you've got a cul-de-sac. So according to most Rishayim, the Pshat is, that is a Rishus Hayochid Deoraisa. Midrabonon, they were worried because it goes straight onto the Rishus Hayochid. So you've got to have a Lechi or a Kova. A Lechi is a vertical beam next to wherever the end of your movim is. 
and um, a so it juts out slightly. And the Kaira or Kaira, in other words, one or the other, we're not talking about Asura Sapersachi, unless it's wider than 10 armors. Um, a Kaira would be a vertical beam, uh, sorry, a horizontal beam going from one side to the other. Okay? Um, how does that work? Is it more, is it, uh, is a Lechi a Mechitza or is it Leheka? We take on it as a Mechitza. So therefore, effectively, we view it as closing up the fourth side. According to the Raman, that's even more necessary because the Raman holds that, uh, seems to hold that mid you need four mechitzas. Right? Otherwise, you've got Isra de Araisa involved. Yeah? But anyway, so I've got, so the point is here, you don't need a Lechi or Kaira. Well, it, I mean, it just has to be within 20 amas, so it's, it's visible. It's a Heka. I thought, I thought more for a Heka than for a Mechitza. Uh, number one, you're you're talking more about the kolos and about lechi, but uh, no, but even even without that, that doesn't actually make a difference. The so we take on we take on some mechitzas against sugyan erumin. Yeah, kolos mishum mechitza, or all because of hekel. We take on this because of mechitza. Yeah. So, um, but in this case, you don't need one. Why? Because when you come to the entrance, I've got this. I've got this rack, and so what. But where's my mechitza? It's the tent, Oh, so let's read on a little bit first, and then we'll... So Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel he says, Tell him, it's like it, Asolim, it's like Arba, if you've got a ramp, you've got this tell which, uh, which goes up tent for him for four armors, you know, going uh, horizontally. When he throws something onto it, Chayev is Chayev. Yeah? Why? Because that's a Rishas Hayochit. Picks something up in the Rosh Hashanah, throws it onto there. He's thrown from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, so he's going to be Chayev. So that part of it definitely seems to support what we've learned. Yeah? Now, we could ask a question. That's very nice. We've got, we've got Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel, but does everyone agree with him? We're back to this sort of problem which we discussed the last couple of days. That, uh, but do the Rabbana agree with that? And that's point number one. And point number two is we haven't actually explained then, well then why, where is the fourth mechitza for the Mordi? Right? So we'll see that there is a machalik for Shemim how to explain it. But before that, let's take, take a look at Rashi. Taylor Mislakit, just into, just after the Gemara there. Um, a few lines in. Right? Taylor Mislakit, Shuhu Madroin, it's a, it's a slot. Shuhu Madroin, Vahulech Mislakit Ma'almat, and it goes up and up. Little by little, until it reaches ten spokim high after having gone horizontally ten, uh, sorry, four amas. So interesting, Rashi looks, he says that the sort of the longest in that is that we view it as if it all goes straight up. Interesting that Rashi seems to say that it's necessary to have that, but so it's a only at the point where it's ten spokim high. Okay. Um, if he throws from the Rosh Hashanah and the Rosh and it lands on the top of it, Chayev is going to be Chayev. The Dafka not coming to Echtavadamas. It Dafka talked about going ten Tzvachim up within four Amas. Because if it was ten Tzvachim up within five Amas of a sort of horizontal plane, then it would be like the rest of the Rosh Hashanah. Because it's quite walkable, quite uh, easy to walk up. So, so we said, yeah, we've got a price which supports this because we've got this case of the Mobu, which um, either you go from the entrance of the Mobu, you go down a slope, down a ramp into the Rosh Hashanah. 
the ground of the Movi was higher than the ground of the Rosh Hashanah. So he had to slant it um, by the door, the side of Rosh Hashanah, into the Rosh Hashanah. Or, the entrance to the Movi was in line, was even with the Rosh Hashanah. And then there was a slant, a slope going into the, the Movi, into the Movi itself. Meaning to say that the Rosh Hashanah was higher than the ground of the main part of the Mobi. But the entrance of the Mobi, right, from the doorway inwards a little bit, is also, it's as high as the Rosh Hashanah, for an Amor's width, a Chatsi Amor, half an Amor, right, in other words, it's got to be just a little bit in. And then, as you're looking at the end wall, it forms like a slope, and it slopes inwards. So we say, that Mobi in its Arachlech, does not need the Rechi, to Oisa Geva. Look at what Rashi says. Rashi says, because that height, Shabitzat HaPesach, which is next to the door, Havari Mechitza, acts as a Mechitza, Afal Pishu Meshapeh Even though, it slants. So what's Rashi learning? Rashi's learning as many Rishonim learn, the Rashba and, and, and others. The Peshat is Rabbi Chanino ben Gamliel is not sort of a separate, so where did that come in? Rabbi Chanino ben Gamliel goes very much with the Tanakhama. Meaning to say, the Tanakhama is talking about this Mofu. And Rabbi Chanino ben Gamliel is coming to clarify. When we talk about this slope, going from your Mobi out into Rosh Hashanah or the other way, where is, how does that work? The answer is because we're talking about a slope which has a gradient of, what is it, 10 over 24. Yeah? Because right, it's going up 10, 10 to Volchim and it's 24 to Volchim that way. Right? So it's got that gradient or, or higher. 10 over 23, 10. Right? And it's getting steeper. The main point is, people may never get out of the Mobi, but... Uh, there, there is a rishut, there is a mechitza there, right? That, that acts as a mechitza. So you've got a proper mechitza on the on the on that side, on the fourth side, yeah. If the slope is more is more more sort of a normal, right? It's ten over twenty five and lower than that. Then it will not be that you will need a lefi because you've got no fourth mechitza or no, no fourth halachic mechitza on that fourth side, right? That's the way they learn it. And it's interesting because they throw in a useful yesod. They say, but that doesn't seem to be what the Brises says. I mean, you know, that reads a little fine. So he says, so that I think again, it's the Rashba. He says, um, he says, Mufurish in the Tosefta, that's the way the Tosefta brings it. Yeah, it says, Apparently, it says, Mobishashavarishayok, and then you've got the case like we said. It says, "Ain't tzarich lechi v'kori." Then he did lechi or kora, right? Shove the rishus harabim v'osuim madrin rishus hayochid. It says, "Im yish gavaya asarat tvachim sechet avadamis ain't tzarich lechi v'kori." Rabbi Chanino ben Gamliel Omer, and then he brings this this uh, this halacha. In other words, Rabbi Chanino ben Gamliel he is saying a separate halacha because he's talking about throwing from rishus harabim onto this mound. They're talking about two different things. But it's not like, how did that come in here? The answer is, it is a continuation of what we've just learned. He's illustrating that not only is it a mechita, it's actually Rosh Hashayoch in its own right. Yeah? Presumably he's adding a little bit, because we've learned, if you've got a mechita for Rosh Hashayoch, 
it itself becomes a Rishasai of it, even though it's not Dalad or Dalad. What if I've got a mound in the middle of a Rishasai So you're saying it's, it'll be a Mechitza, but a Mechitza for what? It's not making a Mechitza for a Rishasai The Chiddush is, we consider that to be its own Rishasai of it. And then if you throw something onto it, you're going to be Chayev. But as I said, the main point is, it, it sort of flows. So the Rashba says, and this is the point, he says, it may sound a little funny. You look at the Tosef, you look at this, this seems to be more than a, a little bit abridged version. It's the, this is the same Brisa, he says. Yeah? It's the Derech of the Gemara to abridge the version of the Brisa in many places, and to even change the Loshan. As long as the main thrust, the price, the main point we need from it, stays. That's what he writes. That's a cloud that he's writing? Yeah. That's what I said. It's an interesting cloud. This is the Rashba. The Rashba. I think the others write it as well. The Ritzvah writes it as well. Correct. And where's this price? As we've got it, you look at that and say, I don't see any riot from there. I mean, I've got a riot from Rabbi Hanina Ben Gamliel, right? Sorry? It's a Tosefta you're quoting. Right? Correct. I was quoting a Tosefta. The Gemara is not necessarily quoting a Tosefta. Not out of Tosefta. Well, the words of Rokhanein and Gamliel are the same, aren't they? Yeah, that's very nice. But where's the, where's the source of this of this uh, Brysa? Where, where, in which collection of Brysas does it belong to? Out of Tosefta? There's many, many collections. Mm-hmm. Not, every, not every time you see Tanya when you find in a Tosefta. In our Tosefta. Sorry, where, where did you find that, that Tosefta? I didn't, the Rashba did. You'll find it in Parakidada Parachadadad. So, so you found it in the Tosefta of, oh. of Shabbos. Right. Now you look at the Tosefta, it doesn't say what we've got here. Not exactly. Well, no, but it's quite a crucial difference. What was the difference? Sorry, The Tosefta says, we're talking about that this slope is the same thing. It goes up ten. For every four hours. So therefore you've got a mechitza. Because like Rashi says, it's zokov. It's like it goes up straight. Hence, if you throw onto it, you're going to be high. But what's no gear for the, for the modern case? We're not talking about throwing onto it. You don't need a lechi because it's acting as a mechitza. It's straight. It's ten eye, so you've got, you've got a mechitza. Now you look at Al-Gamora, it doesn't say that. You've got Rabbi Khanina Ben-Gamliel who makes a comment afterwards. Yeah? You could, as I said, you could even add to it, oh, Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel supports what we've learned, supports what Rabbi Yudhisthal B'Shem Rav, but who says everyone agrees with Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel? The Teretz says, that's not really where the Rosh was coming from, that problem which, which I'm just adding, because maybe it's not really a problem, but the, to explain the, the Mobi case, he says, take a look at the Tosefta, and you'll see that the Tosefta is talking about Dafka when it's Mislakit Asorim Etoich Arba. If it's not, if it's a much lower gradient, you'll need a lechi or a kaira. Yeah? Says the Rashba, but that's not what our price says. So says the Rashba, let me give you a cloud. This price which the Gemara is quoting, says the Rashba, I'm telling you it's the same price. It's the same, it's the, it is the Tosefta. I doesn't say it. It's an abridged version. Because when I say, I assume what he means is, because the part which we're interested in is Rabbi Khani Rabbi Gamliel. That's really the part which is negated to us. That's the case where a person throws something from a Rishasarab onto the top of it. The first part, look, Kadarko brings, we, we all taught in school when it's, 
when it's uh, when it teaches the brisa, you bring the whole brisa. You bring what you don't just start banging the middle of it. So it brings brings the whole brisa, but you can abridge the first part of it. He says, as long as you're not changing the, actually the halacha, you're missing out sort of a cutting cutting it short. Again, not the only place. As long as the main thrust of the brisa is maintained. Yep. And as I said, I can do it for right to the same.
and it's, it's going up Zokov. If you learn that the vault over here with the Telem Slakit Arba, in the case of the Mobri, is nothing to do with creating a Mechitza. It's to do with setting the Mobri apart from the Rosh Hashanah, who says, I need, it doesn't bother me whether it goes up like this, or whether it goes up like that, or whether it goes like that. What difference? What difference for the gradient is? The fact is, the Karaka of the Rosh Hashanah is much higher than the Mobri. I can see it's clearly set apart. So it doesn't have to work with the Teras Mechitza. No, that, that was going on the case where you throw it in the Rosh Hashanah. That 100% even the Raman agrees with. That's when you're throwing from Rosh Hashanah onto a mound to make a Rosh Hashanah, to make a Rosh Hashanah 100%. But in this price which we bring in terms of the, the, the Mobi, you know, starting, uh, having a wrap down into Rosh Hashanah or vice versa, there the Raman doesn't mention that. So the Rosh Hashanah say, yeah, but look at the Tosefta. The Raman says, take a look at the Tosefta. Why? Because the, and Rashi learns like that, obviously, as well. Rashi would have to learn that because it's Mechitza. So if it's working out, it's Mechitza. You can't have a Mechitza which goes like that. I mean, that's not a Mechitza. Mechitza's got to be like that. So how does that work? The answer is going to have to be the same thing. Tell him it's like it. That's Pshat and the Tosefta. But the Ramam obviously understood that this Brysa, I mean, seemingly understood, that this Brysa is not the same as the Tosefta. Maybe the Ramam does not agree with that. You said about cutting Brysa short and that. This is the Brysa the Gemara brings. And that's the Tosefta. The Gemara did not bring the Tosefta. It but Dafka brought this Brysa, meaning it doesn't bother me whether it's going up. So in which case, the Rav had share. Well, where's your Mechitza? The Torah says it doesn't work out Mechitza. It works out the fact that it's Mudal Mirosh Hasharab. Which, as I said, I'll leave you with the question. I don't know. I'm, I'm particularly looking. Really said, if it's not got that, that high, then the Rabbin will be mishdamaged. No, no. It, again, again. He disagrees with that uh, philosophy as well. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Not that. It doesn't matter. The main point. We're not. We're not. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about merging here. We're talking about because remember, this is the problem, by the way. But the pashtus is the whole thing is it's because it's not because we're, it's going to make it into Rosh Hashanah. It's because we're worried people will come to carry into Rosh Hashanah. That if I've got a clear demarcation there, they're different heights. That's good enough. The problem is, but we don't pass in as Altheka. And remember, according to the Rambam, you need a mechitza on all four sides. As I haven't looked yet. I don't know what uh, what's what, uh, but it's that's that's something to check into. That's no, I wouldn't have results. I'll leave that for you, and you'll give me an answer tomorrow. That's true. <laughs>